You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi again, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Jumping the Gun. It is brought to you by Patterson Square Garden. I'm Derek Gunn along with Brother Dan, and we are down to the final four. But before we get to the final four, Brother Dan can't wait to talk about his accomplishments from a week ago. Go ahead. The stage is yours. Yes, sir. I went 4-0 last week. You went 3-1. and I mean, we only disagreed on one of the games, and it was the Bucks and the Saints. I went with my gut. I didn't really have a lot of logic behind my pick, I'll admit that. But uh, I just, something was telling me the Bucks were going to win that game. And hey, I got it right. Drew Brees uh, and that offense just didn't look like the, the Saints that we're used to seeing. Um, having no fans definitely hurts uh, New Orleans when it comes to their home field advantage. So I don't know. I just had a feeling the Bucks were going to win and they pulled through for me. You know, uh, it is difficult for a team to beat uh, the same team three times in one season. But I just thought when you look at what has happened to the Saints over the last couple of years and how they bowed out and the way they lost certain games, uh, uh, getting a step closer to the Super Bowl, I thought, well, they would overcome that. Not having Latavius Murray and Taysom Hill uh, really affected an offense a lot more than I thought it would. And I hate to say it, but it was sad to watch Drew Brees in that last, if that is indeed his last game, it was sad to watch him. I mean, he couldn't even make a deep throw down the field. Um, And it was sad to watch that. I mean, Drew Brees has had an illustrious career. To me, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, And if he rode off into the sunset after that game, you know what? Kudos to him for what he has accomplished as a professional athlete, what he has been to that city of New Orleans, what he has been to the community he has been a pillar to the community as well with all of his charitable contributions and his uh, physical presence and a lot of things and you know at least he won one Super Bowl in his career uh, but I was just shocked when you look you see I'm not going to say Tampa Bay won that game as much as the Saints gave them that game with what four or five turnovers Are you kidding yep. me you short the field for Tom Brady it's like giving them points and it, unfortunately, the Saints j- just couldn't overcome it. Yeah, I have a weird feeling that this might not actually be Drew Brees' last game, just off of the uh, um, the fact that he was playing. Uh, he, I mean, he had the injury earlier this year with eleven cracked ribs, and I mean, at that age, he's not he's not healing from that very quickly. So I think that that definitely plays into his inability of throwing the, to not throw, throw the ball deep. Um, and if I'm him. 
I mean, I'm, I'm not him, but if, if I was in his position, I would not feel comfortable letting my career end when uh, an injury like that is what is the reason for my performance. So, I don't know. I, I think Drew Brees is, is one of the best competitors in the NFL, and I think that's definitely going to be eating away at him. Well, you know what? I agree with you, but when you look at it, he's 40, 41 years old. You look at the, the pounding his body has taken the last couple of years. He missed six games, what, 2019 because of a thumb injury. Then he comes back and he has cracked ribs this week, this year on both sides of his body. And, you know, as you get older, it takes you a little bit longer to heal and to come all the way back. And, you know, he's got, he's got the small kids now. And as we've seen with a lot of athletes, first and foremost, when they retire, the first thing they say is, I want to spend more time with my family. And, mm -hmm. you know, Drew Brees has his money. He has a ring. He has all of these records that he has accomplished in the National Football League. Unless it's just the competitive juices of being out there in the practice field, being in the huddle with the guys, he has nothing else to prove as a professional athlete. Yeah, that is the other side to the coin. Um, I mean, we, we don't know, even if he does come back, we don't know if we're going to get 16 games out of him. Uh, like you said, he's had the injuries the last few years. And I, I mean, that part of the reason why I can't be in his shoes is because I'm, I'm not Drew Brees. I, I mean, he has his family. Um, and hey, this might this might be the end, the end for Drew Brees. And he's had an amazing career. I mean, one of the best quarterbacks ever. And, and he means more to that city of New Orleans than many quarterbacks mean to their to their city. So he's definitely had uh, enough of a career to retire and have no regrets. All right, so that is behind us now. It brings us to the present, the Final Four. And let's start with that NFC showdown at 3.05 on Sunday between the Packers and the Buccaneers. Yes, sir, the Packers are getting three and a half points right uh, as of right now in that game. Well, the, the Buccaneers are, are dealt a blow. Antonio Brown will not be available for that game. He's out with the knee injury. Uh, that's going to hurt their vertical game somewhat. You know, Tom Brady, uh, he's shown that uh, it wasn't just Belichick, Belichick who made him what he is. He goes to another team in his first year with a new team. He gets them to the conference championship. Uh, it took them a while to get on the same page, Brady, with his receivers and, and, and get comfortable in, in, in an offense down in Tampa. Um, he's been to nine Super Bowls. I'm sick of looking at Tom Brady in Super Bowls. <laughs> you know, I, I want to see Aaron Rodgers hasn't been there since the 2010 season. This Packers offense is playing lights out right now. Their defense has been incredible the last month of the season. Uh, but Green Bay is going to have to try to find a way to run the ball against that number one ranked run defense. And, you know, in, in the middle of that Tampa Bay defense, you got Devin White is back. And Levante David is back, and Levante David said he's probably going to retire after the season. Uh, that that run defense, and if they get Vita Vita back also in the, in the trenches, that defense is going to be heck to deal with. And if Green Bay can't run the ball as effectively as they ran the ball against a very good Rams defense last Sunday, it it does it it, it messes up their play action. Green Bay's offense is so lethal because of the way they can move the ball on the ground, which thoroughly sets up the play action. They need to establish that run game. Can they do it against Tampa? I don't know. Um, they've run the ball well the last month. The defense has been incredible the last month. That defense stopped Derrick Henry. That defense stopped the Rams' rushing attack. 
Uh, I'm not putting anything past them right now. Wow. Uh, I, I like Green Bay and the points at home, especially because, you know, I just found out it's 70% chance of snow. Snow oh, wow. at Lambeau Field. And they're talking anywhere possibly from three to six inches at Lambeau. Um, Tampa Bay coming from that warm weather climate. That, you know, they don't have any fans in the stands, but that snow could be, be Green Bay's 12th man. So I like Green Bay and the points at home. Yeah, I also like Green Bay, especially with that weather advantage. I mean, Lambeau Field is one of the hardest places to win. Even when it's just cold, you, you add some snow to that, it becomes even harder. I mean, Tom Brady's used to playing in the snow, but the rest of that roster isn't. So um, I'm, I'm taking the Packers here also with the points. I think the Packers, like you, like you said, they have to uh, get that running game going. But I think the, the Packers need to come out uh, with some quick passes to Devontae Adams to, to back up those linebackers a little bit, make them respect the passing game first, and then that could open up the run for them. Um, I'm going with the Packers here. I, 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 that Antonio Brown loss is pretty big for the Bucks, although they, they are very deep at the uh, at the wide receiver position. We saw Tyler Johnson make an amazing catch last week. Maybe he can he can show up in this game, but I just think the Packers are too much. Uh, you have the home field advantage. I'm going with the Packers, uh, ending Tom's run here. I think one of the big keys in this game, you're right, number one is the short passing game, but number two, you have to get the tight ends involved. Mercedes Lewis and uh, Robert Toyin, you have to get uh, them involved in the passing game. Uh, Tampa Bay's linebackers are very good cover linebackers. So Alan Lazar um, and the other wide receivers they have, uh, Marcus Scanling, they have to get in a short passing game to set up a vertical game. Um, I think Scanling and Lazar can get by the secondary. If Aaron Rodgers can connect with them consistently in the underneath game, I've seen both of these guys put those double moves on corners and lights out down the field. They're going to have to be able to do that. Green Bay's offensive line has been incredible in terms of when you look at how it's a patchwork offensive line, no Bakhtiari, they've moved pieces around. The Rams have 53 quarterback sacks and couldn't even touch Aaron Rodgers last week. Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. I don't even think he had to wash his jersey after the game. Uh, I think he got <laughs> hit hit maybe one time. But this, this, this Buccaneers defense is a little bit different defense. They like to send people from a lot of different angles. I know Todd Bowles well. Todd Bowles likes to blitz uh, a lot with his defense. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. The, the, the chess match is going to be interesting to see how Green Bay's offense can counter. And more importantly, you, you look at Green Bay's defense. Now, Green Bay's defense was not a sack-heavy defense. And um, Jared Goff had only been sacked, like, what, 21 times? But Green Bay sacked mm-hmm. him four times, got a lot of hits on him. But obviously because the Rams were playing catch-up and had to pass the ball more, so Green Bay could attack, attack them a little bit differently. Green Bay has to get on Tampa Bay early. You have to get some pressure on Brady. Brady hasn't been sacked much this season. You have to find a way to get some pressure on Brady because their receiving core is just too good to let Brady stand back there and, and pat the ball. Yeah, I mean, that's been the blueprint throughout Brady's career to, to get get into his head or get under his skin just get make him uncomfortable in the pocket you, you have to pre- constantly send pressure I mean the Giants did it twice the Eagles tried to do it but it said they went the route of, uh, of just outscoring him which is which not a lot of teams can do but uh, for the most part teams that were, are, have been able to get to Brady early and often that that throws him off for the rest of the game I mean he, he starts I don't want to say he starts seeing ghosts but 
Um, but that is uh, definitely something that he uh, he notices, and it, and it definitely gets it definitely annoys him. So we'll see if the Packers can do that this weekend. Yeah, I, I want to see who's going to match up with Gronkowski. That that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Green Bay Green Bay likes to play five uh, DBs at any given time. So are you going to put a DB on Gronk because you can't put a tight end on him? I'm sorry, you can't put a linebacker on him. So are they going to put one of their DBs on him? And if so, which one? You know, Kevin King is a taller of the line uh, of the secondary personnel for Green Bay. Do you put him on Gronk? Uh, but then you got to deal with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to have uh, Zaire Alexander, who's considered one of the elite cornerbacks in the league for Green Bay, on uh, Mike Evans. Well, Mike Evans is 6'5", and Zaire is like 5'11", 6 feet. So you're giving up five inches there. But Zaire has played a lot of big receivers and has shut down a lot of bigger receivers this season. That's going to be a good matchup to watch between mm-hmm. those Yeah, and you know what's interesting is after the Ravens lost this past week, they released Jamal Williams and the Packers immediately yeah. scoop him up. Yeah. And, and he was just elevated to the active roster, uh, I believe, today. He's going to be the first player to ever play for two teams in, in one single uh, one single postseason in the in NFL history. Yeah. So hey, I mean that's a trusted guy in, the, in that uh, in that organization. He's been there for years. We might see some Tremont Williams on Gronkowski. I mean, he, he he's a guy that that's been there for forever. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some Tremont Williams on Sunday, which is is crazy to to say. I, I didn't even know that you could do that. That you could sign a a player off of another t- or that was just recently cut from the playoffs. That's this is going to be cool to see. Well, Green Bay did it last week when they signed, uh, I can't think of his name, the offensive lineman for the Colts, who played in a playoff game for the Colts. And when the Colts were eliminated, Green Bay signed him. He had been <laughs> with Green Bay before, and they had to put him right away into pro, uh, COVID protocol. As soon as he gets to Green Bay, he's in COVID pro- protocol. I did see he that. Would have been, yep. He would have been the first player to play for two different teams in the playoffs because they were talking about starting him possibly um, in Green Bay's game against the Rams. But he got COVID, so... Uh, he yeah. played. So now you bring back Tremont Williams, who you're right, who was a longtime Packer favorite. I mean, what is he now? Like 36, 37 years old? No, he's he's up there. My goodness, and he's still playing football. So God bless him. Yeah. All right, let's go to this uh, next game. We have the Bills at the Chiefs. The, at 6:30, the Chiefs are three-point favorites in Kansas City. You know, the the, the the Chiefs are the kings until they're dethroned, and I've said it. If you remember, I said before the playoffs even began, keep an eye on this Buffalo team because oh, I think man. Buffalo is going to upset a lot of apple carts uh, in the playoffs. And here they are uh, in the AFC Championship game. Um, I just like everything about Buffalo right now. Josh Allen is playing lights out. Stephon Diggs led the NFL in receiving yards. Their running back game, Devin Singletary, is a good young running back. Their defense is aggressive. That offense, the Buffalo has is the master of trick plays. You know, Kansas City likes to run a lot of plays of deception, but Buffalo, I think, even out deceptions them in a lot of ways. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how Patrick Mahomes performs coming out of concussion protocol. Um, I, I mean, I think this is a great matchup. I think it's a little bit more even because there's not fans in the stands or maybe only a few thousand fans mm-hmm. in the stands. I think that even the playing field, um, believe it or not, I can't believe oh I'm saying my it. God. I'm an you know me, Andy <laughs> Reid. Andy Reid is a good friend of mine. Uh, I love him to death, but my gut instinct tells me Buffalo is one, on one of these roles. Like, hey, 
nobody expected us to be here anyway. So all we have to do is worry about playing for ourselves. I'm actually going to take Buffalo in the upset of this game. Oh, man. All right. Well, hey, I mean, that's good. I thought we were going to agree on both of our picks this week. Would have been boring. I- I'm obviously going to take the Chiefs here. Although I think this is going to be an amazing game. It's going to be close. Um, Patrick Mahomes obviously coming out of concussion protocol. We don't know how how much he was able to practice this week. Um, man, it, I mean, it, this is tough because I, I think the Bills really do have a chance here. And uh, that offense is, is they, they are the only offense that's as fun to watch, I think, than the, as the Chiefs offense. Um, but it's going to be close. I'm going with the Chiefs because they have, hey, they're coming off that championship. They have that, uh, they have that championship uh, experience. Uh, it, it hurts because I really like the Bills, but I'm going to go with the Chiefs here. Um, I love what – did you see what the Bills did last week after um, after beating the, the Ravens? And this is one of the reasons I, I love the Bills uh, the Bills fans or the Bills Mafia as they, they go by. They donated, uh, I think it was like $400,000 yep. to uh, Lamar Jackson's uh, uh, backpack charity, um, which yep. was awesome. And this is this is one of the few times they've done that. Um, they obviously did it with Andy Dalton a few years ago when, when Andy Dalton helped get the Bills into the playoffs. Um, but re- really cool organization, really cool fan base. Um, but I'm picking the Chiefs here. All that, after all that, I'm still taking the Chiefs. You know, it, it's, it's funny because you look at how the Chiefs got here. You know, last week, uh, Patrick Mahomes goes down with a concussion. Chad Henney comes in. Um, took him a while to get going. Andy Reid makes that gutsy call in fourth and one. Uh, everybody thinks he's going to run the football to try to pick the first down. With a backup quarterback, take the safe yeah. play, but no. He has any takes two steps to his right. Uh, and obviously, <laughs> you're not going to play up. Nobody in their right mind is going to play up and bump and run with uh, Tyreek Hill because he'll be by you in a second. Tyreek Hill plants his foot in the ground, does a quick out, first down, game over. And Andy yeah. Reid, after that game, said, Every down is a passing down, as far as he's concerned. <laughs> so I, 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 this could be one of those games where it comes down to the last possession of the game. You know, it's funny that because coaches always say "next man up" when a when a player gets hurt, and and all all the fans go, "Yeah, but if it's Patrick Mahomes, it's not really next man up because nobody is Patrick Mahomes." Right. But I think that Andy Reid actually called that the exact same way he would have called it with Patrick Mahomes. I agree. Because if you if, if you go back to the regular season, he called the same play against Miami to put Miami away. That's the same right. exact uh, little uh, short out with with Tyreek Hill. It, it takes a lot of guts to do that, man. Andy Reid, that was the, that was a very impressive play call. You know, a lot of people chastise Andy Reid for his play calling in Philadelphia. And I know he has Eric the enemy there with him, uh, assisting in the play calling. But I think Andy Reid is even more daring now. But then again, when you look at the weapons that he has, though, um, you know, he has Tyreek Hill. He has Travis Kelsey. He has Sammy Watkins. He's had some incredible talent surrounding his franchise quarterback there. So you can be yeah, a little bit Sammy more Watkins daring. Yeah, Sammy didn't even play. No. And, and yeah. so you, you, you can be a little bit more daring when you have those kind of weapons. Uh, you got the young running back, Hilaire, who's supposed to be uh, ready to play uh, in this game against Buffalo as well. So, you know, it's, it's a great matchup. You know, and I look at when you look at the AFC and the NFC right now, you look at the NFC quarterbacks, and you got two old geezers like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers 37 now, 
Brady's 43. And then you look at the AFC, you have Patrick Mahomes, who's 25, Josh Allen, who's 24. You know, and Patrick Mahomes has only been in the, in the year, league four years. But look what he's accomplished in those four years. He's, he's, he's had a, a Super Bowl ring and an MVP all by the age of 25. Most quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and you look at a guy like a Phillip Rivers, played his entire career, never, never won anything, no rings, nothing. But you know that that's how football is. You know, situation. Yeah. Some people, some people get in the right situations, and some don't. And you know, so be it. But I think what you have is two great matchups on Sunday. It could be coin flips either way in these games. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. This is this is uh, the most excited I've been for a championship weekend in a, in a couple of years. So uh, especially that late game. I mean, the, the early game is going to be great. Uh, I'm I feel pretty comfortable in my Packers pick. But this Chiefs-Bills game, I really think it's going to be very close down to the end. Yeah, you have two cold-weather teams, too. That's what makes it, you know, balances mm-hmm. out even more. It's just as cold in Buffalo as it is, probably colder in Buffalo yeah. uh, than it is in Kansas City, you know, because Buffalo's on that lake, on, on Lake Erie. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, I think I think Josh Allen wants to sip from that champagne cup that Patrick Mahomes <laughs> has had the opportunity to sip from and I just think it's just something about me. I just think Buffalo's going to go in there fearless. They don't have to worry about Kansas City's 12th man, the fans. They're going in there to play football. They're all about the business. You know, they feel it's their time. You know, look how long it's taken them just to win a divisional championship because New Orleans was so dominant for 15-plus years. Now it's their time. Um, and I think they're going to go in there. It's going to be tooth and nails uh, slug match from start to finish. Yeah, looking forward to it. All right, so that's going to wrap up this Final Four playoff edition of Jumping the Gun, brought to you by Patterson Square Garden. For my man, brother Dan, I'm Derek Gunn. Can't wait to see how the auction unfolds. And, of course, we'll be back next week to talk about it. So until then, so long, everybody. Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by 
buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.